Well, I finally did it. I submitted my largest invoice. I'm very excited about it. Um, but with that comes a big battle to go ahead and start uh, start planning for how I'm going to fulfill this event. I think it's totally doable, but I'm going to either need to buy equipment, rent equipment, or see if I know anyone who can let me borrow it for the day. All this and more on the Edgar Podcast. So I submitted an invoice for $2,000. It's a two-day conference. It's a film and music conference that Musicbed hosts, or is is planning, hopefully planning on hosting uh, repeatedly for for forever and hopefully I'll get a lot of work from it. Basically it's a two-day conference for musicians and filmmakers to come together and be able to uh, kind of chat about the industry, probably talk pointers, probably just have speakers and keynotes uh, and also a couple of concerts in the mix here in Fort Worth, Texas. I'm pretty excited to be a part of it just simply because I think conferences would be a really great vertical to go after, uh, especially in coffee. I think a lot of the times um, they last, you know, a day or two or even more, and you have a lot of exposure. You're open from, you know, 8 to 5 p.m. or even longer. It just depends on the conference. But the idea is that you would essentially set up a mini coffee shop for the two days, and you'd make good money doing it. The way this, uh, the way that this is all set up is basically they're paying me uh, a fixed price for 450 people at. Um, for the two-day event. So I obviously had to kind of figure out like what my costs were going to be, you know, how many baristas do I need to be there? In this case, it'll just be my wife and I. And uh, and just kind of hope for the best. Um, to be honest with you, I, I did do some math on paper, but you know, if I have 400, like a full on 450 people and they all order, you know, quadruple shots of something or whatever like it, it, it can definitely eat into my profits um, I don't uh, yeah so so that's just kind of what I'm having to deal with right now um, I don't think it's gonna be anything like that I think the conference since it's his first uh, conference that I, I I have a feeling that it won't be as busy as it be because the conference is essentially trying to make it a name for itself and um, yeah, so we'll, we'll see how it goes. I essentially quoted them $2,000 for two days um, worth of coffee. It's free drip coffee and then uh, specialty coffee. So it'll be your, I'm, I'm keeping the menu very limited to uh, vanilla lattes, uh, mocha lattes, and cappuccinos. Pretty basic. Um, but I think that by being able to offer the drip coffee will heavily offset the amount of uh, specialty coffee that will that that will be demanded of me and this has been true for not only quarry at farmers markets but also true for um the the church i work at so my church has a uh has a full-on cafe and i'm the manager of that cafe um and we offer free coffee and then paid specialty coffee. And so I run the, co- the specialty coffee side of things, but you know, it, it really is, um, it's really hit or miss because of the free coffee. Essentially the free coffee, most people just want that. And it's not anything necessarily special. Um, it's just kind of your run of the mill, like coffee in a box shipped to you from a warehouse, like nothing really, nothing really to, to, uh, to talk about, but you know, I think that 
by offering the drip coffee and also offering the specialty coffee will really be able to make our awesome presence there in the conference and i think that's really at the end what people are trying to pay for so i want to get into pricing i want to talk a little bit about how i came up to that number and also um how you can get and get and get your pricing values uh right so to me i think pricing has a couple of things uh that that you want to keep in mind yes the first one being your cost of goods so whatever you're selling whether it be a product or a service you want to ensure that your cost of goods is being met um for me since i'm the owner and the only employee and the only operator uh i don't pay myself right now so employee costs or salaries is pretty much non-existent at this point now that's not to say that i won't be paying myself at some point but because of the because of the business that i'm in it's very hit and miss it's very um sending all right let's see if this works so i switched to uh, a directional microphone from my old canon 60d uh i think this will have a better audio let's find out though Anyway, so as I was saying, um, pricing myself out has been a, a somewhat of a challenge. Um, to be honest, I'm, I'm struggling mostly with just making sure that all of my expenses are being covered. Uh, luckily, we do have money in the bank, um, and I do have two other uh, two other jobs that are essentially keeping me, you know, above water. But the idea here is again to try to make this business into a full time thing. And, uh, I, I'm, you know, it, it's going to take some time. I really thought I would be profitable within, you know, less than a year. And we're, we're about uh, turning the corner on a year uh, here in October. And, man, I'm, I'm hungry. I'm ready, to, I'm ready to do it. So, so we'll see how it goes. Um, okay, so, the, you know, I talked a little bit about covering your cost of goods. Um, if you're an entrepreneur starting off, just know you're not going to be getting paid. You're going to be putting all your money back into your business. And no matter how much you budget, you're going to end up having to spend a little bit of, a little bit more, either whether it be on marketing or some random odd thing. Um, just it's hard to capture it all. The other thing that you're going to want to do is price for your value. So let me explain. I can go up to a, a, an event and serve, you know, maybe sixty to seventy lattes in an hour. That's not because I'm not working hard enough or my, I'm, I'm very inefficient. That's just because of the machine that I purchased. So, um, you know, again, you can run, I have a boxer, a rocket boxer, and essentially it's, it's, it's a one group head. So for the you coffee, uh, coffee aficionados out there, uh, you know, you know what a group head is, but essentially the group head is, um, how do I explain it? It's basically the spout that you're allowed to have, like that you have on your machine. So most coffee shops have a two group head or a three group head. Um, and so that way they can make double or triple the amount of drinks that I could be making. Now it's because I have one, a one, a single group head and it takes, you know, roughly 20 to 30 seconds to pull a shot and then another 15 seconds to froth the milk. Um, and then you have to charge the customer or write the name down. You know, you could only do so many drinks within, a, within the hour. So the benefit of um, of doing this, though, of having a single group head machine is that it's lighter. Um, it's a plumb-in system, so I have a water pump and water tanks in my bar, my mobile coffee bar. Um, but I also have uh, I also you know only need a, a single outlet to run it. It's a 120 volt system. 
So, although, yes, it's, it's a little, it, it's not as like high output as what you would see in a normal coffee shop. You're able to um, essentially uh, move it around and not have to worry about finding 220 volt or uh, 240 volt power because most places don't have that. Um, anyway, so back to value. So if a coffee shop, or I'm sorry, excuse me, if somebody wanted, you know, to serve lattes, they can just as easily go to Starbucks or any coffee shop and ask for, you know, 12, 13, 14 lattes or more, right? And they would essentially just have them, create them and package them up, you know, in the little four cup carriers and, and send them out the door. But you're probably, but that's not that's not the same effect, and it doesn't have any value really. The value is only the cups, the cups of coffee. So when I had customers coming up to me and they were asking me, you know, how much it would cost, they would say, "Well, that's you know six or seven dollars a latte that you're charging per person, and you know I can go to Starbucks and get it cheaper." And I, you know, I had to tell them, "Well, that is true, but again, you're you know it, it's it's more about the vibe that we're creating. It's more about the experience that we're creating for your customers, or not your customers, your guests. And by us being out there um, and making it right then and there with beans that were freshly roasted the week of specifically for your event, um, we're going to be able to create a memory and not just provide a cup of coffee. And then after they said they heard that, they were like, "Oh yeah, like I that's you're right, like." This isn't just a cup of coffee. This is a really great like experience. People will be talking about it. It'll be exciting. And that's really what you need to push. How much value are you adding? And try to price that as much as you can. All right. So I think the third thing, and, and I just want to say that I'm sure there's more to this. So uh, read some books, <laughs> you know, like uh, I'm learning it as I go. So again, I'm only maybe you know, a week or two ahead of you, but this is kind of the stuff that I've been learning uh, as I've been growing my business. The last thing that I've noticed is that somewhat of a, an X factor or uh, is it worth my time measurement. Now, I know in the first section of this uh, station, like of this podcast specifically, like I talked about, you know, not just pricing yourself out on like what you want your hourly, hourly rate to be. Because when you're starting a business, you're going to be putting in a lot of time and you're not going to be getting paid for it. You're trying to build the ground, the, the foundation for everything. Um, but I also want to say that you want to price yourself out and, and just enough where you're actually excited to do the work. Um, don't, don't be, you know, don't be a, a starving artist for too long. Like you really do want to try to find the right customers and try to find the right market or vertical that is, you know, that will... Will appreciate and in honor like what you're doing with with their wallets or purses or whatever um, because again like we we did a couple of events that um, we priced ourselves really low I mean we were doing the the last one we did was a uh, it was a it was a uh, well not the last one we did but it was, we had a Christmas party and we charged them four hundred dollars for uh, three hours of work, and uh, I want to say it was, I think, up to like 50 people. So we were thinking, yeah, like that's, you know, that's great, like 400 bucks, and, um, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll be out there for two hours. Like, that's, that's great. But as, as with all new businesses, 
there's always problems and things kind of arise. So at the time, again, it was it was Christmas time, and our espresso machine had actually broken the night of because uh, we had left the espresso machine with a boiler full of water, and it had cracked the plastic water pump uh, because essentially the water had frozen. And it's just one, it's one of those things we just had no idea. Like we thought, you know, being insulated trailer and in an insulated garage like we would be fine but we just we didn't think to empty the, the boiler and it's just like uh, what were we what were we to do you know and so luckily like the the people uh over at rocket like covered us and, and took care of us and we got it replaced but you know we had to immediately switch to a pour over like a slow bar uh so we were pouring you know individual cups of coffee and and we had to kind of build a smaller bar to make it all work and look right and uh, I think we ended up losing like $50 uh, for that event and it just was so tough because it just wasn't worth it um, and I, I understand like I understand the, the feeling of I gotta get my bar out there I gotta get you know or I gotta get my business out there if it's just sitting in the garage or if I'm not sending emails or if I'm not like trying to make this business work every single day I'm gonna feel kind of lazy or I'm gonna feel like a failure and Although that's a little bit of a half-truth, you gotta understand what it's gonna take to kind of do the work that you're, that you're wanting to get into. Um, so for example, real, real world example right here. Uh, we live in Texas, and as soon as you wake up, it's probably like 98 degrees outside. So we, we had the mentality, and I had the same mentality. I was driven and focused, and I was like, okay, I've been listening to Gary Vee and, and all these people, and I'm going to push it, right? I'm going to go, and I'm going to just work as hard as I can, because that's what the internet tells me to do. So I loaded up my trailer, and we went out to the farmer's market, and we've been doing it you know, every week, but lately it's been getting just fiery hot. I mean, oh my gosh, it was, it's just terrible. Like My wife has been with me and she actually you know got sick from heat exhaustion because we were out there um, and this is from like 8 to 12 serving hot lattes and everything like that and so it was just a total total pain um, and we had to finally decide to, to stop doing farmers markets for the summer here because we were maybe making 20 or 30 dollars for about six hours of work and it was just so hot and nobody was purchasing we were doing ice lattes we were doing ice drinks but in the end it's just it was too much so we had to pull out for the season at that farmer's market and that was tough